after years on the road, working with Air Supply and Guns N' Roses. Learn from Craig Duswalt how to transform your life, how to take the rock and insert it everywhere. Let's learn from Craig Duswalt how to rock your life. Cue the intro. Welcome to The Real Deal, where we get real about what it takes to succeed, whether it's wealth, health, relationships, or finding your purpose. We talk with the masters to uncover the secrets to defying the odds and creating your own rock star legacy. I'm Doug. After working on multiple Grammy-winning records, years on the road as a national trainer with Tony Robbins, a published author, transformational speaker, and your personal translightenment coach, I'm committed to your transformation, enlightenment, and exponential growth. And now, the real deal on. Are you ready for the uh, probably the best introduction you've had today? <laughs> no. No, well, too bad. Here we go. But before we begin, our sponsors, GuidedHypnotic.com. Are you feeling stressed out, perhaps overwhelmed by trepidation and fear? Then go ahead to GuidedHypnotic.com and download your free Guided Hypnotic Meditation. That's GuidedHypnotic.com. So I, I sponsor myself. All right, so here we go. Craig Duswalt is a keynote speaker, author, podcaster, and the creator of brands Rock Your Life and Rockstar Marketing. His background includes touring with Guns N' Roses, Ax Axl Rose's personal assistant, and Air Supplies, the band's personal assistant. After touring, Greg op Craig opened his marketing firm, Green Room Design and Advertising, which was named the 2002 SCV Chamber of Commerce Small Businesses of the Year. Craig then combined his backgrounds in both music and marketing and is now a professional speaker, author, and podcaster promoting his Rock Your Life program all over the world. He is known in the industry for putting on high-energy Rock Your Life events in every spring and fall in Los Angeles. Craig is here today to, sh today to share with us how to use outside-the-box marketing techniques to generate leads, attract clients, and how to stand out from the competition like a rock star. Ah, cold is that me. what I do? That's what you do. And I'm sure you do right. more than that. No, uh, that's it. You know, this is going to be a problem show because you have a lot of energy and I have a lot of energy. I think we might break the internet or something. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'd say let's go for it. I'm, I'm a fan. Let's see what we could do. We, you know, it was already, Zoom's already having some challenges right when, right from the start. So we're, uh, we're, we're, we're on the right path. So, <laughs> so share, uh, like, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, we have such great synergy in our music backgrounds. Um, but let's actually go back before that. How did you get into, like, did you always want to rock? We come from the same area, like Long Island, New York. So, what, <laughs> like, how did you get even into that arena? And then how did that translate into now doing what you're doing? Well, it's interesting. That is a six-hour story that I'm willing to share right now, if you would like. <laughs> no, it's a, so I started probably in your books as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, went to school, Long Island, New York, went to uh, Oswego State University, a big state school upstate New York. Two weeks, out, and I majored in marketing and acting. Um, and two weeks out of um, college, I got a job at the Westbury Music Fair. Do you remember yes. that? Uh-huh. In Long Island? Yeah. So Westbury Music Fair, I get a job there. I'm working there about two or three weeks. 
and Air Supply comes in and does a show. Air Supply does a show on a Friday night and a Saturday night. Friday night, I work the show, and I'm a runner backstage getting them drinks and towels, but I'm the low man on the totem pole. Uh, I, I have the most menial job at this theater because I'm just out of college. So I work the show Friday night and meet the band, you know, just for a second while I'm getting them drinks and stuff like that. Saturday night, I'm not scheduled to work, but they have a second show. But my mother wants to go see Air Supply. So she says, take me to the concert. You work there, you can get me tickets. So my mother and I, two weeks out of college, I'm going to a concert with my mother. So my dating life is now over. So I go to the concert with my mom and I'm sitting in the audience uh, and she like halfway through the show, she goes, you know, I want to meet the band. And since you work here, you can get me backstage. So now I'm thinking, great, my mother's a groupie. So now I get her backstage after the show and I introduce her to the band of which I never even, I don't know these guys that much at all. You so I, I introduce her to the band. Uh, she goes crazy and this uh, big six foot five, 350 pound guy walks up to me backstage and he says, you're the guy that was working here last night, right? And I'm like, yes, I am Mr. Very Large Man. And he says, how much do you make a week here? And I said about $150 a week. And he said, how would you like to quadruple that? And so many things went through my mind of what this man wanted me to do to him for $600 a week. But I'm in. I'm thinking to myself, whatever you want, dude, I'm in. So anyway, he said, the band saw you working last night. They love your positive attitude and your energy. They want to know if you want to go on the road. And I said, yes. They sent the um, limousines to my house the next morning. I took me to JFK Airport, took a Learjet to Wallingford, Connecticut. And I toured with their supply for six and a half years, simply because I teach this in marketing. Always do your best just in case someone's watching. So like this marketing thing, I teach all this marketing stuff, you know, all these marketing secrets. But if you're not, uh, you know, Mr. Positive or high energy, you know, people are just not going to align with you. So I was that guy, Air Supply saw that, took me away, and then Air Supply turned into Guns N' Roses, and then the rest, as they say, is history. Ah, now wait a minute, they turned into Guns N' Roses? How's that? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yes, Air Supply became Guns N' Roses. You didn't know that? <laughs> um, so, no, Air, Air Supply's security guard, Doug Goldstein, uh, through a freak accident and through uh, weird stuff, became the manager of Guns N' Roses. And then he asked me to uh, handle Axl Rose because that was not going to be the easiest job in America. Right. Well, and I think it's instructive as well. And I'm sure you, obviously you lead by example with this. And um, the fact is, is that having that positive energy, that that mindset of, yes, over-delivering always and doing it with a smile, doing it with like, because what people don't understand, especially in the music industry, is that it's a lot of doing not much. So you're spending a lot of time with people. And man, if, if you can't get along with people to do nothing and just hang out, like if you don't have a good vibe, you're, you're gone. Because people- yeah, it, it, is, it is so, so true. They really, no one hires anyone in the music industry and the uh, entertainment industry. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm being very generic here. They don't hire them because of talent. Because there's a ton of people that have talent. So it's, I mean, a ton of people that can sing ton of people that can act, a ton of people that can handle a band backstage, right? But they have to want to be around this person 24 seven. So if you have a bad attitude, you're out. Yeah. So all you have to do, if you have no talent, but you have a great attitude and you're just a pleasure to be around, 
that's 99% of it right there. That's what I found out. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. I, I experienced the same thing. And, and, um, the other thing that uh, my experience is, and I'm sure you could attest, is also like to just never give up. To just keep yeah. pressing, keep going. Because using music and entertainment as uh, an example, there are plenty of less than talented people than others who just kept going and they ended up rising to the top just by sheer perseverance. Whereas there are some super talented artists and musicians who just simply gave up because the, they didn't get it to the that next level in the time frame that they were hoping. And, and sometimes it's not even the passion that they didn't have. They had the passion, but they either ran out of money, made some bad choices like going out out at night every single night spending their money there instead of just focusing on their craft there's story after story after story but you're absolutely right um there are way more talented people out there that didn't make it than there are less talented people that made it 100 so true and that's not only in the music industry no that's it's in everything really. yeah, absolutely yeah. So, all right, so you, you have these, you know, the, all these years in, you know, entertainment, touring the world, having all this crazy, like, lifestyle, and then at one point you decided, hey, maybe it's time to do my own thing. Um, how did that transition? What was that like? Because that's a major, you know, and I hate to overuse the word pivot, but... Yeah. It is. I mean, you had some marketing background, obviously, with your training, and then you shifted to, of course, still using some of that, but not exclusively. Um, how did that transition? Well, if so many things happened, uh, the main thing was this. I toured with Air Supply for like seven years. I was on the road with Guns N' Roses for three and a half years. And everyone always says, why would you ever quit Guns N' Roses? And then I would say, like, do it for like uh, a month, and then and then there's your answer. I mean, we were living in a different, right? We're living in a different hotel every single night, traveling all the time, living out of a suitcase. You know, I have no idea of the cities that I was in. You know, um, because it was just one just looked like the other, that type of thing. So it was just repeated on and on and on, and you could only take so much of that. And I was getting older. I think I was like 32 at the time, and I. I met um, my wife who ended up, my girlfriend who ended up being my wife. And I just figured it was a time to just settle down and just stop and just say, you know what, I'm tired of this. It was really interesting when we got married, you know, we wanted to go on a honeymoon, which we did, but travel the world. And I'm like, no, I don't want to travel the world. I just want to sit at home and do nothing because I was just so sick of traveling, so sick of airlines. So when people say like, how could you give that up? I'm like, try it. It's not easy at all. It's, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I'd never, I'd never give it up and never not want to do it, but I would never do it again. It's just too tiring. It's too hard. You lose relationships. You don't have a base. You don't have a home base and it's really weird. So the transition actually, when I was, when guns stopped touring, I stayed with Axel for about another six months and transitioned uh, the new person in there. And then I just like cut me off from the music industry basically. But then I found a way to incorporate the music industry into something that I love doing, which is acting. And so I don't want to be an actor again because I don't want to go on audition. So then I became a speaker and I figure, I, I look at it like this. I put on a one man show every time I do a speaking event and I incorporate a lot of music and stories into my talks. 
and I, I, I have a ball now. So it was a very, very, very easy transition. Once I decided I'm done, too tired, can't do this anymore, and I'd like to stay with my wife for the rest of my life and not get divorced like everybody else on the road. Yeah. Well, and uh, we'll talk about that as well in a little bit, uh, working with your wife, because I see that she also, I've done, done my research and uh, you guys work together as yep. my wife and I. Uh, yeah, I saw your uh, show with your wife the other day. Beautiful woman, by the way. Uh, she definitely married down. Poor yeah, thing. Well, but that's okay. You know. I looked out. My, my wife did too. You know. <laughs> um, and God bless them both for doing so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so one thing, and, and I think it's instructive as well, when what you just shared, because a lot of people are going through that bit of transition uh, generally, you know, whether they're moving from corporate to doing their own thing, or they, for no fault of their own right now, are out of work and they're trying to figure out what it is. And um, I did a similar kind of process with myself that you sort of did. Like, I looked at why do I, like, why am I doing this music thing anyway? And the peak of my career was when Napster came out. So, you know, we were getting budgets of, you know, half a million dollars or more just to make the record. And then all of a sudden that's gone. Studios are closing, you know, all this crazy stuff. I'm like, why am I doing this? And I just went through this process of understanding what I got out of doing music and then how I could do that even more. And that's how I got into speaking and training. And, and I was already speaking at music conferences anyway and coaching and, and so forth because was my success, I, I owe a lot to Tony Robbins in the first place. Um, yeah. You know, I was like, hey, I went to an, an event and I'm like, holy crap, this is better than a concert. Like it has, you yes, know, right? totally. lights, the energy, and instead of just distracting people, I can educate people and they might be better off yeah. than when they came. So, you know, very similar path, but the, the, the instructive point is, is that people who are maybe challenged right now could start looking at what brings them joy, what brings them passion and how they could transition that into another field. As you do, so now I, 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 I agree. I agree a thousand percent. You know, COVID is the worst thing that's happened to all of us in our lifetime, obviously, but I try to look at the positive in everything. And now is a great time to adjust because the world is basically on hold right now. So while it's on hold, if you have lost your job, now is a great time to go learn something new. Learn to be, we all have this area of expertise that we have. Somewhere in us, we have something that we're really good at. And if you're passionate about this thing, whatever it is, you could turn that into an actual career, like a speaking career or a coaching career or just a consulting, something along those lines. And, and if we do that now, while the rest of the world is freaking out, on hold, not doing anything, then we can then, when this ends, which it will end, it'll be yeah. fine, you know, hopefully sooner than later, we're going to be way above than the people that were just freaking out the whole time. I was never the guy that did Zoom calls online, anything. I just love doing live events. Right. And in March, I had to, your word that you hate too now, pivot. You know, we all hate this word now because everyone uses it. But we had to pivot in March. And I did that instead of just saying, oh, woe is me. I can't do my events now. I'm just going to wait till I can do my event. No, I learned Kartra, which is an e-commerce system. I learned Zoom like the back of my head. And I'm on Zoom pretty much every day right now yep. doing my events and other people's events. And it's a great way to get out there to all these audiences 
that, you know, now Doug and I have never met before today, but I know who he is and he knows who I am, but we never met. So this gives me an opportunity to meet him. He's now on my Facebook page. So all my people are going to know him. And that's what you need to be doing now instead of just saying, waiting for this to be over. So I think it's a great opportunity for the go-getters in the world. Oh, absolutely. And so let's walk back. You brought up COVID. And so we're putting a timestamp on this conversation. Um, when that happened, you shared, you made that decision in March. Um, up until that point, I mean, I was at the last, we were talking about uh, earlier uh, offline about some of the people we know, and I was at a Success Resources event, um, their, their last event in conversation with the president about getting on board with them and, you know, doing more events. And that was the last event Success Resources did to date. Um, what, like, how did that affect you at first? And how did you make that transition to, like, the decision to figure out your new way, like, to get out of the, uh, the woe is me? Yeah, right. Well, I never, I actually, it's really strange. I actually said, this is awesome because I could spend more time with my kids because my kids got sent home from school. So I, I, I honestly looked at it because I'm the eternal optimist. I thought this COVID thing, three weeks max. <laughs> I said, April will be totally done, you know? I'll have my April, May event, we'll be fine. Then April, May, I had to go virtual and I said, all right, there's no way that this is gonna last through the summer. There's zero chance of that. And now here we are again. And now I'm saying, all right, after the election, this is definitely over after the election. But now people are saying 2021. Point is, I am always going to look at the positive from it. So I really didn't do the woe is me at all because I saw that my kids were coming home and I was happy about that. But I did say to myself pretty much right away, um, uh, after the first time, after I said, oh, three weeks, it'll be done. After that didn't happen. And after I had to do my virtual event, I started saying, maybe this thing is going to last a little longer. So I, 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 I have a mastermind group with about 206 people in it. And it's a great, great mastermind group. And we just meet every two months live. Well, I couldn't do that anymore. And because we couldn't meet live, I felt I had to give more back to my community. So I added Wednesday morning master classes. So every Wednesday morning at nine o'clock Pacific time, I do a one and a half hour class on something relevant to my brand, Rock Your Life, whether it's uh, marketing or writing a book or how to do an affiliate program or all that business stuff. And then time management, mindset, sales conversion, sales conversations, stuff like that. I, I, I put together a weekly class and I turned everything that I've done in the past online, which I never ever thought I would do, but it became a blessing and I'm making just as, well, I'm making a little less now because I don't do keynotes. I, I get like a good amount of money to do a one hour keynote for corporations. That has stopped. You know, I haven't done one of those since February. So that's, that kind of sucks. But other than that, I supplemented the income that I lost in my coaching program and, and my live events with these more people staying in my mastermind because I offered more classes. So my point is there's always something you could do to do something different, go with the times and the times now are online. And I mean, I'm sure you do Zoom. I see you, you're online all the time doing Zoom calls and yep. whatever, you know, whatever platform we're on. But a lot of people, I know a lot of people 
are just trying to wait this out and they're sad and they're saying, oh, please end so I can start working again, again and stuff and so I can start making money. And I'm like, no, this is the time to go out, seek what you want to do, what you're passionate about, learn how to do it better, learn how to make money doing it. And that's what I teach, that's what you teach, mm -hmm. that's what a lot of us teach. Well, yeah, there's only so many ways you could draw a square. And uh, <laughs> here we are, you know, the, the journey is, and, and it's so true, is, is go out, seek out some mentors, some coaches, try it on, like take advantage of, you know, the opportunities provided. I mean, I just signed up for your, you have a, a free event coming up. Like, it, yeah. it, you know, th there are so many ways that we can learn and grow and meet new people. And then, you, you know, you get a taste and you go, hey, I, I dig this person. I want to invest yeah. more time, more money, more energy to grow myself. Mm -hmm. And it's so important right now that, yeah, we do that. And sadly, um, people are, some people are falling into a trap of, um, distraction by you know and here we are we're on the very medium that some people get distracted on you know we're on uh, facebook and then the podcasts and all that now the podcast i think people are more they're subscribing to and that's more intentional and and you know there's very few i think people going out there and i'm sure there are but podcasts that are negative um oh yeah there there certainly there are some but it's a different kind of engagement um, sadly, a lot of people get on Facebook or social media, Twitter, you know, whatever, and all they're doing is spewing some, you know, some hate, some really negative energies, and it's it's unfortunate. Um, and and I strongly encourage people to do whatever they can to check themselves when they start doing that, and really go, is this making me feel good? Um, because it's not is not adding value yeah. to the universe um, and take advantage of these opportunities to distract yourself positively. Um, I am the exact opposite of that. Like when you say there's people spewing negative, I look at that and going, oh my gosh, don't you realize that other people are watching this and seeing like, hell no, I will never ever align myself with that person right. in anything in the world because I don't want the negativity in my life. Right. Right. I, and my, uh, my point is I'm, I'm kind of like, I always look for the underdog and I'm going to those people like, which they're probably not listening um, is, uh, you know, like find another option, like find another way. And, and I guess, you know, my experience has always been my care for people. I've always seen, you know, I mean, that's why we, we do what we do because we love people. Like, mm -hmm. so obviously the, the, ideal situation is to feed the people who are coming for the uh the nourishment not just lay right. it on the ground and and see who picks it up and i and i usually charge like uh 697 to 997 to come to my three-day uh, rock your life experience events mm -hmm. but like you just mentioned uh, i have one coming up october 8th 9th and 10th and it's totally free because I understand what's going on in the world. I get it. A lot of people are struggling right now. So like you, I just want to help people right now. Yep. My whole focus for these since March is create more content, give away more free stuff, and just build a database of people that align with what you're teaching or what you uh, or the community that you're trying to build. Yep. And so that's all I'm building right now is my community not trying to make extra money. Now, if they join my mastermind, that's great. And they'll learn a ton more, but that's not the focus right now. It's I have a free event 
Uh, I have so many great speakers coming on it. I'll just mention Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, but I have a, a ton of other really top-notch speakers that I'm locking in today. And like, I mean, top-notch. The last event I did, I had Joe Polish from the Genius Network. I had Les Brown. I had Bo, Bo Eason has been on numerous times. Uh, all, the, all the top speakers out there, Garrett Gunderson, uh, Russell Hitchcock, the lead singer of Air Supply. I had so many great people, same thing with my event uh, in October because they're home doing nothing as well. So the good thing about doing these virtual events, you can almost get anybody right now if you have a halfway decent name or reputation out there because we're all just sitting here twiddling our thumbs. And once again, opportunities are out there right now and a lot of people need to take advantage of that so you did you just signed up i would sign up if you had an event right now you have an yeah event. well i'm you have an event I, i've been putting it together i you know i think like yeah. there was, was a little bit of that element at first like it's going to turn around um and you know I, <laughs> I i put my focus on this this is my free uh you know like value add um, and my, you know, just bringing great guys like you to share, you know, your messages of majesty because it's so important right now that people get a raise awareness to their, their possibility and then transmute that into probability by then finding someone they could align with and go, oh, cool, I, I dig that. I can get on board with that. I want to learn more and I want to, you know, take it to the next level. Um, yeah. And that's what these events do. And I'm I just taking, like, instead of doing one event, I'm now stretching it out quite a bit. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you've been doing these podcasts, I think, now, like, weekly for the last, how long have you been doing these, that, the new ones? Uh, probably March. Yeah, I think by March. Oh, good. That yeah, that's awesome. Thing. Yeah, I have. And, like, at, there was, at one point, I was doing, sometimes I would do, you know, two, three a day. Yeah. Um, and so now I have, you know, for those podcaster friends out there, I have in the can, I have enough that go into January. That's awesome. So it's just, it's going to be evergreen for, and yeah, I mean, I've been reaching out to, you know, having great people come on, you know, and, and, and everyone's great who comes on. I have been able to reach out to people who are of more of note, you know, people like yeah, yeah. and Richie Kanata and Steve Wolf and, exactly. you know, exactly. um, Marshall Silver and you know James Malchester oh, yeah. on, and so the, there's going to be you know some big names as well as people that maybe you didn't know before, but are like, man, they're crushing it too. They figured yeah. out like how yeah. to overcome these challenges because li life is full of them. Like there, are, it's the only thing unique about COVID is that everybody is experiencing it at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's it. But the difference is nothing because everybody has these obstacles that show up. Someone could lose their job. They could get divorced. They could have a death in the family. They could go, you know, unfortunately have some bad investments. There's all these other things that could create what has happened to basically uh, to the world at the same time. In, so the only good news is that we can all learn from at least the same context. Absolutely. And that's what we're, and that's what we should be doing. And that's what you and I are focused on right now. And a lot of the people that I work with are focused on that right now. But I, I have a community of, like I said, like 200 and something people, but I have a, I have a bigger like email database community. And I would say, I would say sadly that more than 50%, maybe even 60 or something percent are not doing that. Right. And that's where I say, 
just go to like, like a free event. There's so many free events out there. Just go to something. You're sitting in your pajamas. Like I have no pants on right now, cool. but I have a shirt. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but, uh, but you know what I mean? But you don't even have to, you know, to get totally dressed up. You don't have to fly in there. You don't have to spend money in a hotel. Now is such a great opportunity to, you know, to learn and awesome. we should all be doing it. Well, let's let's shift a little bit because I know you you got uh, we got a, a, a hard stop. Just want to get a, a little bit because um, this is a passion of mine and my wife. So we'd love to interview both you and and uh, your wife because um, Heidi and I also now started doing um, something together. Um, what is that like for you? The gift and um, you know opportunity of working with your wife because I saw that you guys you know she's a trainer, she's a, a partner in both you know business mm -hmm. and personal. So let me be clear. She she has her own job as well. So she uh, speaks at my yeah. She owns a modeling agency, a modeling and talent agency, Peak Models and Talent. So that's her main thing. But her office is right here, and my office is right here. So we are in the house together, uh, twenty four seven. Mm -hmm. But we do work very very well together. But she helps me with my business, and I help her with her business. But she speaks on my stages, and she speaks at a lot of events as well. And that part is, is just wonderful because we, we as a family always travel together. We will never take a vacation with our, without our kids. That's just who we are. Um, we always go on vacation with our kids uh, and if they can't go, then we just don't go. So uh, we are very, very tight family. And I just think that that's um, a blessing that we get along so well. We married later. So I was 32, she was 27. Uh, she was a model uh, in another life, and she, I'm sure, partied like crazy and had her fun. I toured with the bands, as you know, and believe me, I had my fun. But there was a time where we both said, all right, we're done with that. Just want to settle down and have a family. And simplicity is is great now in our lives, where most people are having like midlife, midlife crisis because they didn't do the things that we did when we were younger. For example, we just moved from California. We've been in California our whole adult life, and we just moved to Texas, to Frisco, Texas, uh, because we saw the writing on the wall. Look, I love California, love the weather and everything, um, but you know, I'm getting I'm 58 years old. I'm looking at the future, and right now, if I didn't work another day in my life in Texas, we'd be okay. But in California, not so much. We still have to work and stress out every month to hit these high numbers. Yeah. We're still going to be motivated to do very, very well here in Texas. But it's, it's such a relief to not have these weird rules in place with taxes and, and the way you run small businesses in California. Texas is a very wide open and entrepreneurial place. Yeah. So things like that, you know, we're willing to uproot and leave which is not easy but those are choices that you make down the line and that was a choice that we made and now we love it mm -hmm. we've only been here three weeks but it's you know those are the things that people successful people do in life they're willing to take a chance take a risk go for it and you know what if it doesn't work we hate texas we can always go back and the real estate market is market is probably going to die there soon anyway and then we'll get a better house for less money you know, there's, it's always, there's always the positive. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. And Tony, uh, our, our boy, Tony Robbins moved here to Florida from uh, California for very similar reasons. Uh, he's like, you know, just the, the, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you guys are all the golfers, like the pro golfers and all those athletes and pro golfers, they all live in Texas and Florida and these no self, uh, uh, um, state income tax places. Yeah. It's smart. It's brilliant. Um, that's why we moved here. I mean, well, it's one of the reasons. Uh, I was in New York and then on the road with Tony and then got recruited to uh, this drug and alcohol treatment center. And I, I did notice on your um, on one of the topics that you do talk about is uh, drug and alcohol awareness. Um, what is that uh, part of your, your passion? Because um, I do that for colleges. I speak at colleges on, on drug awareness. Uh, first of all, it's uh, it's a topic in college that is uh, a needed and b uh, booked a lot. So mm -hmm. there's like date rape, I think, uh, and uh, alcohol awareness and 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 studying and academics. So, anyways, I saw that, but I toured with Guns and Roses and uh, and the Air Supply, and I saw on the road what drugs do to people. Now it's interesting. When I toured Guns and Roses, there was a no drug policy. Like there were no drugs when everyone thinks that Guns N' Roses did drugs all the time. They did before 1990, but uh, Steven Adler, the drummer of uh, um, Guns N' Roses, actually got kicked out of Guns N' Roses for doing too many drugs. Now, if you get kicked out of Guns N' Roses for doing drugs, yeah. you're doing a lot of drugs, right? So, right. So, um, so I just saw that even Guns N' Roses saw that this is going to hurt our career if we continue down this path. Right. So they made a pact with each other and said, no more drugs. They still drank, you know, maybe even smoked pot, but no more Coke, heroin, all that stuff that was out. And if anyone did it, you were fired. Any uh, crew member, you're fired with no questions asked. So I looked at that and said, wow, even the band that's known for partying like crazy at one point said, Hey, we need to stop doing this, yeah, this because it ain't good. Yeah. So I have a lot of references to that. And I just thought it would be my, my give back to the kids of society. Look, if Guns N' Roses can not do drugs, maybe it's time to think about, hey, it might not be the smartest idea in the world. And if someone cool isn't doing drugs, then maybe I won't do drugs. So that's why I put together that program. It's been good. Love it. Um, yeah, uh, obviously, the, the, all the work we did. Uh, um, I have a book out called uh, Under Construction, Navigating the Detours on the Road to Recovery. Oh, uh, I love that. So it's, uh, it's really it was a case study of applying personal development practices to, you know, basically treatment alternatives. That's why we were brought in, because, you know, the, the challenge is drugs and alcohol aren't the problem. They've been the solution. So if you take drugs and alcohol off the table and your life is still a mess, you're going back to using because you're like what the heck um so we you know my wife and i uh when we were brought in basically we were given carte blanche like hey what would you do and we recreated a lot of the programming and just incorporated it was like it was like going to a seminar at our treatment center every morning we awesome. club rehab we danced every morning it was like going to tony robbins event uh <laughs> love it, it you know, we would, on weekends, we did the family program. We did board breaks, glass walking, arrow breaking. Uh, didn't do any firewalks with them, but... Um, how many How many firewalks have you done? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I facilitate oh, now too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, so when I worked with Tony, I obviously did, you know, every, every UPW I, I did. Okay. And then, uh, so that was, you know, how you know, probably 30 or 40. And then, um, since I do, I facilitate them and even just to, oh, get, good. Just to get my, my certificate, like I'm trained by the same guys that trained Tony on all of that. We did a 108 it's called. So where we had to do 108 in a circle, three rows in a circle, three, three oh. fire lanes. And then the last one, the eighth, the 108th, uh, was a 60 foot walk after doing 107 in a row. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, so I did, uh, I've only done three, but Master University uh, was the long one. So how, is that the 60 foot one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I looked at that going, oh my gosh, I'm about to do this. But it was the greatest thing. And it's all the metaphor of, you know, getting to the other side, walking through the challenges of life I get. But it was, very, it's a very powerful thing, you know, to accomplish something that we even did the, the climbing the telephone poles and yep, standing yep. on top of the pole and jumping out. I mean, like reaching past the, the, uh, the bar so that you reach onto it. So reach past your goals. He is so brilliant at putting together programs that really just make you do these skills, let's call them, or these, these events. But, but just the, the underlying message there is just so powerful. And that's what I, I don't do firewalks or, or telephone poles, but I do try to do things like that. I'm always thinking of Tony Robbins when I put together my events. I'm always thinking of Tony Robbins and Queen. Mm. Queen was my favorite band. Yeah. And I think uh, they were one of the best live bands ever. And so every time I put in an event, what would Queen do and what would Tony Robbins do? And that's why my events are, I think, really good. Yeah, say okay. they are. Sure. I, <laughs> I look forward to uh, to participating and, and hopefully adding value in the future and yeah. just spread the love. Um, because again, the we're on the same mission and um, that's what's most important, you know, and, and uh, I, I really appreciate everything that you're doing for, you know, for society, for civilization, you know, for humanity in general. Um, you know, definitely appreciate you and, and look forward to more. Um, I know Thank we have a hard stop coming up. So how can people get in touch with you if they want to enroll in your programs, get your books, reach out, get to know more? So everything starts at, and I'm in the middle of, well, not in the middle, I'm 95% done. But everything really starts right now at craigdoeswalt.com. So it's my name, C-R-A-I-G, D as in David, U, S as in Sam, W-A-L-T as in Tom.com. Or you could just Google Rock Your Life or Rockstar Marketing or anything like that. And, um, and then there's an events page and then you can see where the events are. So the event is called Rock Your Life Experience. It's October 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's free if you just want to attend. It's $47 if you want the download of it and then you get uh, a workbook that goes with it just to pay for the uh, workbook. So it's like free though, if you just want to sit there and take notes, amazing speakers coming uh, and, uh, and basically two and a half days. It's like a Thursday night, all day Friday, all day Saturday, but it's easy. There's doesn't cost you anything to fly hotels or anything. And even if you register and don't show up, I'll never know. Well, actually I will know, but you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to show up, but you can listen to the download if you pay the $47 and you can listen to it at your leisure. And then you would have a recordings of all these great speakers, plus all the teaching that I'm doing. And it's basically the rock your life is uh, rock your legacy, teaching people to write books, 
Um, rock your motivation and inspiration. How do we stay inspired and motivated, especially during these times? Rock your wealth, teaching people how to make money. Uh, rock your marketing is the big one that I used to do. I used to do a whole five-day boot camp on marketing, and now I condensed it into a one-and-a-half-hour session. So it's all the best marketing stuff that I used to teach for five days in one and a half hours. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that's my next big event. And then hopefully in 2021, we'll be live again. Yes, uh, looking forward to it. I mean, I've been doing some live events. Uh, we've done some out, you know, networking, and I've done some consulting in person, doing some glass walks and hour breaking and, and so forth, because we do those indoors. But um, yeah, looking, looking forward to, uh, to, to more opportunities. Uh, well, dude, I look forward to a lot more. Let's stay in touch. Uh, anything yeah. for you, my resources or your resources, uh, I look forward to rocking the stage with you. And um, any final tips, any last words of wisdom for our friends? Um, I have lots of them, but I will, uh, especially now, I guess during this COVID is, uh, I always, I always, I, my biggest thing is uh, showing up. So it's whether it's showing up physically, that's one thing, but showing up like mentally. So um, a lot like I have, um, my last live event was October, 2019. That was the big event. And I had, I think a thousand 20 something, I'm making up a number, over a thousand, just over a thousand people paid between 697 and $997. And about 600 showed up, maybe 650. So I say to myself, I look at that and go, and thank you, you 350 people for your money. But I just can't understand why anyone would pay for something like that and not show up to something. And those are the people that come to seminars and will say things like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm almost there. But I'm not ready to do anything yet. But in six months, I'm going to come back again. And then I'm going to do your mastermind program. And I'm only using that as an example. I don't care if you sign up for my mastermind program. It's great if you do. But I'm just saying it's those people that put stuff off or don't show up because, oh, I'll do it next time that I, I found in my life that there's always a next time. And right. the next time they say the next time. I'm the immediate guy. I know what I want. I know exactly what my end game is, my end goal. And that's what we need to do. And that's what we need to be taught is like, what's the end goal? What do I want out of this? Where? So then you know if that aligns with you or not or whatever that is. And it's the people that don't show up or keep putting off that I just see over and over and over again, never change. And it's the ones that take immediate action that are ready to do it. Those are the ones that change. And if you could, if you could pull that together, take a little risk and go for it. We only have one life. Then you will be successful. Awesome, brother. I, I think that's three more. Yeah, I love it. Um, so let's obviously stay in touch. Anything I do to support you, I love you for who you are and who you aren't. And uh, I look forward to, to to more with you. Uh, God bless. Well, it's great finally meeting you, buddy. It's uh, great finally. Yeah. Awesome. So let's uh, let's keep the flow going and uh, rock the rest of your day. And we'll see you soon. Sounds good. All right, brother. Bye. Thank you so much for stopping by and hanging with us and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast right here and we look forward to serving you even more remember 
Download your free guided hypnotic meditation at guidedhypnotic.com. That's guidedhypnotic.com where you'll get your free anxiety-busting meditation. We look forward to serving you, and if you have any questions, comments, please feel free to reach out. All right, we love you for who you are and who you aren't. God bless.